theme song. The Hello Kitty thing. Like, it makes me laugh every time. So I just won't watch it. And that is why I get so much hate. He means Courtney Cox. Up kitchy kitchy goo means that I love you. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> what are we talking about? I don't know, man. Let's get back to the point. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Back to the Point, the official podcast of Close Call Entertainment. Uh, we are your hosts, Seth and Brad. Uh, and, man, it's the fifth episode of Moon Knight. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Honestly, I forgot we were talking about that this week because I just watched Bubble. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, no, that was heart-wrenching. Oh, before um, we even get into that, though, like, surprise. Um, you actually just got an episode two days ago, and uh, here's another one. Yeah, so uh, episodes are going to be releasing on Wednesdays now, and uh, that way, if you're wanting to hear our opinions of Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness as soon as you can, you're going to get it as soon as you can. Indeed. Um, I'm very excited about that. But let's get into the Marvel topic of today, which is Moon Knight Episode 5. We really get into Mark. And the Egyptian lore... Like we kind of, yeah, kind of do. get a lot of. I called it was a building. construct. You did well, and because I, I called it was a construct of Tourette. Yeah. I I was like, I don't think Arthur Harrow really had. I think he actually wanted to shoot Mark. He was fucking with Harrow. Was fucking with the construct itself, though. He was trying to get Mark to like think it even, was real. I don't even think it, it. He was. I think that actually was Mark and Stephen. Really? I think yeah. I think it was Harrow because he was already like sending people down into the sands and stuff off the ship. Remember cuz the hippo was like um Harrow wasn't. The hippo said that uh Amit's already released and is messing with the scales and stuff. I didn't hear that. Whenever they were cuz they were like everyone was falling straight into the sand wasn't even getting a chance to like try on the boat ride or whatever. I don't think Arth I don't think Harrow has that power. I think Amit has that power. She said Harrow let Amit out, so he's so That's he's doing different it. than Harrow being have fucking with the construct though. Well I think Harrow's doing it as Amit's avatar. I don't think he has that capability. I disagree. I I, I took the I took the, the hippo saying that to mean I don't that th- she I don't does. think he has that capability. I think Ahmet is the one doing the like sending souls down there, but I don't think Hero has that kind of power. Cuz Mark doesn't have that kind of Even power. Even as his, as the avatar? No. Mark doesn't have that kind of power. I mean, Mark did move the st- or Steven did move the stars with Kanchu though. That was Kanchu. That was more That was Kanchu using Steven though. I'm just I, saying Ahmet's doing the I same thing. I don't agree. Eh. I think that was I think that bit was Mark and Stevens working through their own shit. And I think it really was like them kind of confronting the trauma that they uh, faced and kind of just they they didn't maybe want to. But this was kind of they were in this situation where it's like you're going to have to because you're about to die. I can see that. I still think it was Harrow, but I can see where you're coming from. I don't think he has that kind of control. I think he is kind of just this lame cripple with a... um, with a godlike philosophy. Um, oh, and that stick, that weird stick. I hate that stick. It's yeah. so I hate it wild. Too. <laughs> um, but the, but we, we get a lot of stuff in this. We understand the birthplace of Steven. Mm-hmm. I thought he was much younger. I thought he was like a few months old as a personality. Oh, oh no. I thought he was, 
a while. Because I had texted you whenever this first started. I was like, I think Mark, I think, no, I think Steven is a new personality. And when I said that, I meant like months old. Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was from the childhood old. Um, I, whenever, we're skipping around a bit though, but because we are, we were revealed that, um, Mark, he wasn't responsible, but he was there whenever his brother died Mm -hmm. and that sent uh, his mother into her own mental illness spiral Mm -hmm. and she decided to lash out from that by blaming Mark. Um, And abusing him through it. That dad really is not doing enough about it, though. No, he was trying, but he... he, he, You should have been like, no, you stop hitting our freaking son. Yeah, I I would be like, no, this ain't gonna work. Mm -mm. Um, Sort of a thing. But, like, that... Yeah, like, we we get an understanding of that. And and it, it also does explain why Mark has mental illness as well. Why he is so susceptible to it. Because he is... um, it, it runs in the family and that's yeah. kind of the case for a lot of these i think i am not an expert um but then we see some really interesting stuff um so yeah we see that steven is um he, mark created him at like 10 yeah about Ish. It, it, we don't need to know the exact yeah. time but, but he we, was younger he was he, a kid he was a kid and um i didn't feel much whenever Steven uh, realizes that he is not the original because I was kind of going like, you should have seen this already. I, but I get like me being a personality when there's more than one and a single body being like, well, I'm the original. If you don't remember, if I can you don't like remember, see that. But it, I don't know. I, it was so obvious to me that he wasn't the original that yeah, I but was. Hindsight's 2020. We were outside of no, the actual I, realm. No, I felt that. I mean, I called that he was new from the beginning. So well, yeah, it was I like, didn't think he was the original either. But I'm saying, as someone in the body, it probably feels a lot different, quote unquote, than it does watching it as an audience. I member. guess, but it didn't translate to me. I, whenever he like had a breakdown about it, I was just going like, "I'm trying to sympathize with you, but I'm also feeling like you're an idiot for not realizing this already." It feels very obvious that you are not the original. Mark is the one that's been in control. Yeah. Um, sort of a thing like he's the one that's living this life that you have nothing know nothing about so it's obviously like you're not in control of this Um, and then and then I think this may have been the best bit though of of it of we see the birth of Moon Knight yeah which was so good it was so good it's it's honestly how I've imagined um, if you were to do a live action version of the of the origin for it to look like it's this mm-hmm. m- military operation that goes wrong and he's kind of he's just beat up and dying and then he just is on this these stairs to a shrine and then that's where Kanchu is. I was like it it's perfect. It works mm-hmm. so amazing. And um one, I think Kanshu chose him because his mind is weak. Oh, yeah. He literally went, you're you're perfect because yeah, you're already broken. I can broken. manipulate the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, he literally Let's went, do it. you're literally the perfect thing yeah, for yeah, me to yeah. fuck I with. Love it, love it. Um, um, <laughs> did you know, like, have you seen the picture of, like, the frame from the comic? Like, it's almost verbatim. Literally. The same thing. It, it's so, like, it's so great, honestly. And there's this theory now that... It doesn't hold up 100%, but I, I kind of like this theory. 
um, that the third personality is a combination of Jake Lockley and Bushman. You brought this up over text. Yeah, so Bushman is technic- is like the arch ne- nemesis mm-hmm. of Moon Knight. He is Spider-Man's Green Goblin sort of a thing. Um, they didn't go with him as the villain for this because they were compar- they were afraid of comparisons to Killmonger. Mm. Um, also... There's some brutal shit that happens between the two of them in the comics. Like, it would be the future of this show. But, like, from what I've seen, I'm like, holy shit. Um, But this could be a very interesting twist, though, because it's, like, because it's him. He he really would be responsible for the death of Layla's dad Mm -hmm. because it's, like, this is you. Like, it's, it's not you because it's not your personality, but this is... One, it could be the question of you created this personality, so you are indirectly responsible for it in that reason, or you are not the original, and this guy is the original, and you have taken the leadership role as the prime because he is terrifying, and he should not be let out. My theory is it is Jake Lockley, and it's not Bushman, and instead... Mark created Steven so that he could have some innocence, but then Mark also created Jake so Jake could do the shit that Mark couldn't do violence wise. Mm-hmm. I think they're, I think Steven and Jake are like two sides of that coin. Mm-hmm. And I think, I, I don't know how true it is. I don't know much about it, but that's my theory that's is not that a, he kind of is well, a little more a, rougher. It's not a bad theory, but I feel, and I think they're, might be some precedent in that with I think with people with DID can often have um, these dualities with their personality and the fact that I think uh, Jake if if that is the case it would fill the role of um, a protector I believe mm-hmm. is like if they're ever in danger this personality comes out and does violent shit because they're protecting uh, the body is sort of a thing and that could be but I think that's very like you can see that i think that's very like um well yeah <laughs> I, I feel like maybe i i like this theory because it's something i wouldn't expect that's fair and i and i think it's clever and i think it's it's something that you can do some a lot of interesting shit with and so i'm like i i like that theory um they could still go with that route that's maybe the more likely route but it's one that i find predictable that's fair so I don't know. We've just got one episode left, and it comes out. There's as a no way there's not tomorrow. gonna be a season two. I think they will. They have to. They have to. Oh, I thought you just said there's no way they're getting a oh, season. Oh no, there's two. no way they're not getting a season two. Yeah, I think they will. Um, I hope so. They have to. There's, there's no. I think he'll return for this because I think he loves it. I have no doubt. Mm-hmm. People well, keep going like Layla will be the new Moon Knight, and I'm like, mm, I don't. Well, me personally, I don't like that character. <laughs> I like Layla, and I'd be okay if it was like a transfer later down the line or something. Maybe it was on his own plot line. But like right now, I, I really want to focus on the world building that is Mark and Steven and possibly Jake slash Bushman slash whatever the hell mm-hmm. that their identity is. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just kind of, I'm enjoying finding out who the Moon Knight is at the core. Yeah, I um. For Layla, I, I don't know. I haven't gotten enough from Layla to be like, okay, you're you're an important player. I kind of feel like, okay, you're kind of adding 
to the drama <laughs> at the moment, I feel. So I kind of am like, we get rid of you at the moment. Did you hear that originally Echo was supposed to be the love interest? Really? I did not yeah. hear that. That would be bad. Yeah, they scratched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know much about it. I don't know how much I feel, but that's weird. Probably because they were like, I can, um, we're going to give this character her own show instead of just putting her in other shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were probably just like, let's, let's not do that. Um, also just, we, we kind of passed the fact that they low key were like, oh yeah, there's like multiple afterlives. Yeah. Um, which is interesting. They mentioned the astral plane, which is from black Panther. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was cool, but, uh, yeah, just the concept of like, I don't know what the, like what determines that or something, just the idea of like, I think somebody had brought up the idea of like if you die when you're in college and you're kind of like learning, you're kind of experimenting and exploring things and you go like, oh, maybe the Egyptian mythology and then you die and you're like, oh, no, I don't actually want to be in the field of reeds. I don't I don't like this. And then it's just like, well, that's what you believed. Yeah, (laughs) that's what you get for experimenting. (laughs) It's it's wild because like you have the field of reeds and you have I can't remember what the sand that that. Steven. It's hell. Yes, yeah. the hell version, and then you also have the astral plane, which is its own thing. And I, I think it's very interesting. They kind of like came full circle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, Where do you think mean, Tony is? <laughs> he's definitely. I hope he's in he heaven. He just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, I, t- I don't know, man. I um, mean, he's an atheist, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I would think it's interesting if like whatever religion you believe is just kind of what is real when you die. That is kind That's of an interesting ideology. It, yeah, it's definitely interesting. Um, I do kind of believe the idea that this is kind of how it works in the Marvel universe of like, I think your belief is what gives these people power. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's what gives the the place of these afterlives the power. These gods their power, and that's why I think it's it's important. Like uh, that, Kanshu has a vessel because he's like, I won't have any power if it's not for you, mm-hmm. and kind of this idea of you need followers in order to have any sort of relevance. Um, so it also, I think it's interesting because also like with Thor, it's, he's not a God. He's an alien. He's mm-hmm. just a strong alien, mm-hmm. but because he's a strong alien and he's visited earth, he has been praised as a God. Um, and that has added a bunch of lore and everything to it where I'm like, this is interesting stuff. And I think they're going to, delve into that in love and thunder if that, yeah i don't know i haven't seen the teaser i don't know yeah you're dodging I, it all at all I'm costs dodging it all. i miss instagram but i <laughs> i honestly like this is making me hate tiktok more because it's what i'm going to and i don't really always want videos i want i like text posts mm-hmm. i like text things that make no sound and i can just read it or pictures and i don't want to have to constantly be turning my volume down <laughs> Um, so I don't like TikTok, but I'm on it more now. Okay. I should go to Twitter. Um, you but. should, because I hate Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I should learn more about Twitter. <laughs> I hate it. It's so boring. Yeah, I'll, um, I'll get on it. No, that's fair. Um, yeah, I, and then, well, and then the end. where The fun. end. It's, you think Steven's fully dead. I don't think he's fully dead. I don't think they're going to, I'm just going to be surprised if they get Steven back, Mark back, and release Jake Lockley and uh, finish this plot line all in like one hour. I think they will. I know. I just, I'm scared they're not going to do it well. Oh, I think they'll do it well. I have trust in Marvel. They've done so many good things that I think you can't quite have that idea of like, 
they can't do this well. If this was Sony, I, I'd go, they can't do anything well. That's fair. But with, um, with Marvel, it's like they know what they're doing. They understand these characters so well that it's like they're not going to, they're not even going to put themselves in a situation to burden themselves if they can't handle it i feel that's true and so, Kevin he has the next 10 years planned apparently literally so. i i so i i have full faith in it but it's um i just i have no one we haven't been introduced to jake lockley and that's what i'm questioning if we will get into in the next episode i think that might be what they kind of leave as a cliffhanger mm-hmm. um and if we don't do that Moon Knight, it kind of takes the whole uh, gimmick away from him if just one personality is there. Yeah. So I'm kind of just like, we have to have Steve in there. We can't just do, oh, it's Moon Knight, but it's only Mark. Because it's like, that's technically boring. Yeah. Uh, We got to have Steve in there and we got to introduce Jake and have these different personalities to it. Um, And then have Khonshu. What if Jake's released? Well, have you seen the teaser for the final for the finale? No, I don't want to see it. Um, I watched it. Um, I'm not going to talk about it then. Um, but or what if the he he finds Jake quote unquote in his mind or however that would work, however they can make it work, and then in this finale it's Mark and Jake figuring it out, and then Mark's like we gotta go get Stephen, and Jake's like eh, and then that's the cliffhanger is they both have to go now find Stephen for season two. I think that's... I'm not saying, like, that's what's going to happen. I'm just saying, like... I don't think that's as good. I agree. Steven's my favorite character in this whole show. He's not. I feel he is a little annoying. He's kind of like the Gus of, of <sighs> the two. I love him. I love, I love Gus, but Gus will... Uh, we're talking about Psych, by yeah. the way. But, like, Gus will have moments where, like, it's life and death, and it really is a case of, like, you need to help, and he will just go, like, I'm not helping. And I'm like, why are you being a little bitch right now? Like, help but out. I mean, and Steven will do that sometimes, wherever he's just, he's just so, like, against this whole situation, and it's like, it's too late for that. You're in the situation. Yeah, I can agree to that. But also, when it mattered, he defended mark and died because of it no i do agree i enjoyed that the most of like and i i I understood it it was fine but just i don't think he's my favorite character um this episode made him my favorite personally i this episode was the best one oh for sure it was more just it was more mark to be honest like we we got steven but it was we understood Mark more because yeah. we understand why he created Stephen, why he is the way he is, why he would um, accept the being a vessel for Kanchu. Stephen did say it. He's like, you were fucked from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like he's been manipulating you from the start sort of a thing. And just it was um, interesting. They felt bad for Mark in that moment. He was like. You had no chance. Like you really, it really you was. It just, you, you were screwed, man. Like, of course you were going to, I understand it. Um, but just, so I, I really enjoyed that, but, um, I forget what my point was. Sorry. <laughs> You're fine. But no, I, um, I think, I think they might set up the third personality as maybe a villain of season two. Um, or just, I don't know, but I don't think, cause honestly though, I think they are searching for villains. B- Moon Knight doesn't have a very big rogues gallery. It really is that Bushman character. And if they're not wanting to do this Bushman character, then they got to get creative. Well, I think they're gonna, they're setting up for that um, Moon Knight, Blade, Black Knight. 
I think that might be a movie. I don't think that's going to that be a That might be a movie, two. but I definitely think like that's where they're trying to like lead because like they got Daredevil now. Yeah, but they're I don't, trying to, like, I don't build think up. that's anything that they're going to do in this show. No, not in this show. I think this show might lead to whatever that project's going to be. I don't even think that. I think this will be kind of because it's very self-contained. So I feel like it's kind of. I think in season two they might open up because it feels it's so self-contained where some people have been questioning if this is even in the Marvel universe. Um, but I'm just like, I think season two will make that more clear of like, yes, this is in the Marvel universe. But I think in terms of just like what's important to Moon Knight, I think they'll keep it pretty um, in his world, not going like, hey, I'm going to go. Um, call up Blade or something like that or um, this is going to lead into that movie I think it's going to stay pretty self-contained <laughs> that's fair so and I, don't I, mean, know. I think I think the show definitely will stay that way but I definitely think they're trying to like drop these four characters around I, I don't know I don't think together. so I, that felt too Daredevil and honestly I didn't like that aspect of Daredevil like how season three opens up where um Defenders not, left off. Yeah, where Defenders left off. So you kind of have you if you start if you watch Daredevil just by itself, you kind of have to go okay. And then Defenders happened, and then he got hurt badly, and that's why he's in a hospital at the beginning of season uh, three. And I'm like, I don't like that bit of it. That kind of taints it. And I feel they're going to avoid that. I hope that it's like I I, I agree. I I think that's stupid. I think that might ruin it. Mm-hmm. But I think it'd be interesting if it was like, say, two seasons of Moon Knight and then they drop the Blade movie and then Black Knight. I don't know what they're going to do with him yet, but I know we know he's introduced and they just got Daredevil back and they announced that he's a fit. Well, he's in No Way Home, but they announced that he's officially like a part of the MCU. Mm. And then maybe there's some type of movie project. I think that way it isn't yeah. so like choppy with the shows because I don't want it to be choppy. I want it to feel like they'll never I don't they, think they'll they're make building it a different type of world within itself i mean i think they'll definitely do the movie that's not what i'm saying i'm just saying i don't think the show will technically have anything to do with that movie oh i agree i don't think it will connect <laughs> why are we having this discussion well i was just saying i think it's interesting that they're like building this i think the team is coming at some point okay that's all this feels non-important <laughs> well, if you don't want to cut it you're editing um i don't know i just i'm excited for it um it's coming out tomorrow as of time of recording this mm-hmm. and um it'll so it's next week's gonna be a big marvel mm-hmm. week we're gonna we have are, to I, it's gonna be a huge because it's the finale and multiverse of Madness. It, it really is it's just gonna be if you're sick and tired of marvel get get ready for it Anyways. yeah because it's gonna explode yeah apparently um, multiverse of Madness is actually kind of scary good i think it should and it's like it's Sam Raimi. He's a horror director. Mm-hmm. Well, and um, Kevin Feige was like, I want this to be a horror movie, but we still have to make, make it appropriate. So we, let's go really far and then bring it back a little bit. That way it can like release PG-13. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, I love I love the idea of a horror uh, Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. And I think Doctor Strange is such a great um, character to do that with because the concepts you can play with that are like you can really get some terrifying stuff with that instead of like if you did like daredevil where it's more just like oh you're just doing violent stuff Mm -hmm. with doctor strange you like question things and i'm like that's the kind of horror i want from this you know i'm i'm intrigued i'm excited yeah we're like very close sorry (laughs) we're very close yeah it's so i'm so ready um i just love marvel 
What? Is, how have you thought about this? This is the first TV show though that has introduced a new character. All the other shows we've been introduced to these characters before, and like this one introduces a new superhero. How do you feel they've kind of handled that? I feel like I noticed the pacing issue a lot more. Yeah, you have. But I brought that up. That hasn't bothered me at all. And then that's fine. And I might just be nitpicking, and I'm f- fully okay with that. Um, I think it was really good. I feel like I, I feel like the way they did the origin story which we talked about a little bit over text Mm -hmm. was done really well because instead of just being like all right now here's the origin story that has nothing to do with what's happening they actually like made it move the plot along still and they they it it moved the plot along but it's they still kept it brief but interesting Mm -hmm. if it was because like i i feel origins are the most boring parts of a superhero story and this doesn't and I think this like acknowledges that in the fact of like we're starting off with him already being Moon Knight. We're not starting off with him becoming Moon Knight or any of that. We get that in the fifth episode um, of six, and then it's just it's just the thing. Of, it's just an explanation of like why he is the way he is. So it it keeps it brief. So it and that's really refreshing as opposed to your argument, which is Spider-Man needs three movies to be origin movies. I don't think he needed three movies. I think they just did it well. No. I think that the uh, the fact that they did three movies as origin movies is bad. Um, and that's just a disagreement we're going to have. I think Spider-Man 1 handled the origin perfectly. Like the Tobey Maguire? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, but that didn't, wasn't in a giant Marvel universe with 23 other movies. I don't care. They introduced Spider-Man in Civil War. Like, they, they had to, like... I, I can't we can't argue this. <laughs> this is like a whole this is like a debate we should have a debate over this sometime uh, I feel or a like video essay or something i feel like we did it's our spider-man no way home review that's true i brought my problems up with that movie in that episode so go yeah. check that out but, um, um <laughs> nice should, should we get into the topic let's of get today? into the topic of bubble of yes. bubble so yeah um we were kind of scrounging around for what this topic of today would be and then the fact of we're releasing this episode two days after the last episode. I was like, we can just do a review of this movie that just came out, Bubble, which is an anime that came out on Netflix. Um, I, I do have a question. Why did this come out on Netflix? I don't know, because it was actually really good. Well, it's not even it's not even just quality, because Netflix does make good stuff, but like... It starts off with the Warner Brother logo. Yeah. So I'm like, and it, and this feels like a movie that would go on HBO Max. It fe- it feels a lot like Weathering with you. I don't know if it, you saw that too, but like. Oh no, I did. I'm bringing that up, but like this feels like, but just in terms of like streaming or like right, I'm I should look into it. I'm sure there's some sort of legal debate for mm-hmm. why Netflix has it, but this feels like a movie that should be on HBO Max. But it's a Netflix original. That's the thing. That's, it's Warner Brothers, but also it's weird. It's so it's such a like I saw that and I questioned it. I also, by the way, I, I watched this movie because um, I woke up at like four, three a.m. and I was like I couldn't go back to sleep and I was like, well, now's the time to watch this. Like three a.m. today? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like I I woke up, but even just in my groggy state, I saw the Warner Brothers logo and I went, wait. <laughs> yeah, I also I was like we're gonna have to discuss that a little. Thing. That's weird. Yeah, it was so, it was a little wild. I don't know what the legal battle between this is, but like I, I 
I would have assumed uh, Warner Brothers would own this. And it does feel like one of their, they do like this kind of quality of animation stories. Mm-hmm. Um, not that Netflix can't handle anime. I think Castlevania is a great anime and the quality mm-hmm. is great. So it's like, I'm not saying they they can't have this and that's out of place, but it's just the thing of like, it, it interests me. I'm like, why is this, why is this on Netflix? Um, I guess they, it might just be as simple as they bought it. <laughs> they paid Maybe. enough money for it, I guess. I don't know. Um, but this movie is... It was wild. An it's wild, but it's an inter- It's funny. Maybe like not even a week before I, I saw that this movie existed, I thought, oh, you could do some really cool shit with parkour and anime. That's great. I thought, I, I thought that up. Like, just like independently, I was like... Man, parkour feels like like parkour is kind of cringy, but it's just a thing of like you could do some really cool things with it in anime. And then literally like a few days later, I saw the trailer for this or the preview or just a clip it from it. Mm, and I think I, I sent it to him and was like, we should definitely watch this. I saw it before that. Oh, okay. So yeah, like I knew about it. I didn't see it till then. Um, I think you, if you remember, I said I actually did want to see oh, this. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, like I saw something about it and I was like. Man, he asking ye shall receive. Yeah. Just the idea of like this is an uh, anime about parkour. Also, really um, smart way. I I noticed that whenever I saw the clip of like introducing these bubbles, mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, that's even more. That's even that's gonna make it, the action even better than just parkour. Mm-hmm. That works so well. Um, so I was I was sold on it. Um. This does feel very weathering with you. Yeah. This feels, though, also uh, very Ponyo. It's a lot less. Yeah. Okay. It's like if. I'm I'm clumping all yeah, these movies like together lot, because like, they're very similar. It wasn't as episodic as weathering with you, but it had the it's same true. type of like weather, science, it's this, mythical it's, feel. It's all it's all um, Little Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just another they Little Mermaid it twist. In this movie. Like yeah. it's a big thing of like this is pretty much Little Mermaid. Is it in the original that she turns to foam though? I have no clue. Probably Disney Disney fies everything. I guess I guess that's true, but I don't know in the original because um, Disney doesn't have the didn't no. create this concept. But um, it's kind of like I'm wondering, like, does Japan just like secretly love the Little Mermaid? Maybe because they've got like Ponyo is the Little Mermaid. You told me that, and it's just like you're absolutely oh, right. Yeah. And it's better. It, 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 yeah, yeah. And honestly, this is also better than Little Mermaid, in my opinion. Oh yeah, I'll I enjoy say, this a lot I'll more. I'll say this of like. Of these three, Ponyo, Weathering With You, and Bubble, this is the weakest, I feel. Oh, for sure. Yeah, this is definitely the weakest, but it was the thing of, like, um, it was just this weird fascination of, like, why are there so many of these types of movies? Where it's just, like, I've seen three of them now, um, pretty recently. Ponyo is, like, ten years old. I know, but I've just seen it recently. Ponyo's 10, and then Weathering Field came out in 2018. Oh, it's, oh, it's, um, uh, yes, that came out in 2018, but Ponyo came out in 2008. So oh, it, so it's even older. Yeah, it's even older than 10 years. Um, but it was just the thing of, like, also, like, very bold of Bubble to basically spoil this movie. Like, yeah, real, I actually wrote that down. I, you can, 
it's so obvious though where like whenever they say that i go well i know what's gonna happen yeah like i knew i wasn't going it was still good but it was kind of like you didn't need to spoil it yeah kind of a thing of just they didn't honestly need to add that element of like she loves the little mermaid and she keeps comparing everything to the little mermaid because i kept going like yeah, we'll get that. You don't need to tell us that. It kind of spoils. Because they, it they could have had it. the story once and then just that's cut it off. Honestly, what I mean, that's what, what that's what with you did in the interview that they did with yeah, the well, psychic. Yeah, with you isn't. I wouldn't say it's Little Mermaid. No, but it's but it shares elements with this. Ponyo is Little Mermaid though, and they don't spoil the no. shit. They just run with it, and it's beautiful. And the the animation in this. The only thing I'll say about the animation is like. It's beautiful when it's parkour. Yeah, it's not as pretty when it's just standing still. There's nothing that really stands out. Like watching Weathering With You, there were small things where I just went, oh my god, this is gorgeous. Like the fish just flying in the air. The fish just flying in the air. Literally, like there's one, I've mentioned it before, but there's one um, scene or just like a five second scene where it's just water droplets and it's gorgeous Mm -hmm. as hell. Um, Like there are so many like amazing things that stand out while in this, it's really just the action that stands out and the action is good. Mm -hmm. It's really um, fun. Let's get into the story of it though. Yeah, here I have, I have notes. Okay. Um, Let's, let's, God, I love parkour. (laughs) (laughs) I think parkour i know you said it's cringy that's so funny i think it's so fun and if you do it right it's so fun and cool absolutely like i um it's cringy because the because um the culture has kind of made it cringy Mm -hmm. of just like this because it it is this cool thing but then people blew it out of proportion and then the office did not help it with everything Mm -hmm. and then just um but like it it's cool this way of travel of uh of just and also like there was this disaster so there is this area where really the only way you can travel there is by parkour it it fits very well um i we get into the story though of like there are these games yeah which is a very cool way to do it it was weird really that's not what i thought was weird i think for me i Maybe this was an expectation or just a preference, but I would have liked a bit better of th- this was just how they traversed. This was how they traveled was parkour, not a competition of it, of like who's better. Because one, we know who's going to be the best because it's the guy that can the only one that can travel on bubbles. Yeah, I kind of wanted everyone to do that. Because I thought that was such a cool element to add to a parkour anime of like, oh, and then we've got bubbles, so it's going to be like these other things that they can jump off of. That's awesome. But whenever it's only two characters that can do that. And one is the bubbles. And one is the bubbles. I, it kind of was like disappointing, I guess. That's fair. The parkour is still cool. But I, but yeah, just in terms of like these games, it's not a bad thing. I, it is like... It works, but I am. I was kind of hoping. I was more wanting, I guess, domestic uh, life stuff, and then just so happens these people travel by doing parkour around this destroyed city. Um, I thought that would be a more fantastical element of it. Um, I don't think they committed enough to either. I agree. Because like you watch, they had that like final match with the people with the boots, mm-hmm. and it didn't. I want to talk. I want to talk about the people with the boots. Well, hold on. Let, I, let's. I want to go in like order. Yeah. Um, he had a uh, the hearing condition. Mm-hmm. That was a nice like 
detail to yeah. kind of add to it to it, kind of explain why he could travel on the bubbles. But even then, I feel like you had said they don't commit to it enough. They don't. Because I feel if you're doing a character that has something to do with their hearing, that gives you the perfect excuse to really up the ante on the sound Mm -hmm. quality of just the sound elements. The sound design. Yeah, sound design. You're a sound guy. So, like, did this movie deliver on sound design for you? Was there moments? Yeah, whenever, like... And they didn't keep up with it, which kind of made me sad. But like when he took his headphones off. Exactly. And like you could hear like the ringing and then he found his solace in the voice of Uda uh, singing through the bubbles. Like that that was really cool, but they didn't commit to it enough for me. And they didn't do it with most things. It's the same for me of just like if you've got this excuse to really like play with it and do some amazing sound design. Like like, like in Sound of Metal. Like Sound of Metal. You've got this character who doesn't hear and then you do the sound design and you just are blown away by it. And like whenever we see it, it's pretty cool, but they just don't do it enough. I mm-hmm. guess it's the idea of it's overstimulating to him, so it's going to be overstimulating to the audience. But don't hold our hand. Why don't you just run with it and go like and just be authentic? Or make them it's wear like, headphones more. Honestly, that's true, too. Or Like, that would have also been fine, and then make the moments where they're off that much more important. You know what's a cool element you can do if you play with the head- headphones more? Hear what he hears when he's got the headphones mm-hmm. on. Because also, he's got those headphones on, and he's still talking to people. Pull a baby driver. Yeah, so it's just a thing of, like, have a moment where we hear what he hears, and then have a moment where he takes it off, and then everything goes mm-hmm. more. That's going to that's gonna stand out so much in terms of sound design. So I, I wanted more from that. And there are a lot of other things where it's like, I wanted more. And that's not to say that it's a bad movie, but it's, it is to say that it's like, there's something great here. It could have been a little longer and add a little just Honestly, more yeah. to the character building and world building as a whole. Honestly, yeah, because the, um, we'll get into that. It felt I a little guess. too safe, I think, is I, the I thing. I agree, because um, this um, does... Well, because and also the fact that it's a story we've seen before. So whenever I've seen this similar story in Weathering with you and you've made it shorter, I'm like, it, I don't connect as much. Mm-hmm. I'll get into that. But like, um, let's let's keep going chronologically. Um, I just heard this is just so cool. And mm-hmm. it was it was a fun intro to kind of have like the uh, referee saver people like kind of explain the games and explain the world yeah um that being said i i never quite connected with those characters there's that one dude the redheaded yeah dude who squeezes the stuffed animal he's or whatever smelling something um i don't know what that is that he's smelling but such a great character design mm-hmm. of that guy and i'm kind of going like i'd like to see more of this dude but he's on a team that really I guess sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like we see all we've seen them do is lose. And then they're just there to um, pick up the people that fall. So I'm kind of going like, I'd like to see more from you, but y- you don't seem to be good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I guess never mind. Um, but like we get a bit of an element with him later whenever he's talking and I'm like, I, I man, there's some good stuff with you and we're not focusing mm-hmm. on it enough. It just kind of felt like, and, and it's literally like this with almost everything, like we've been saying, they kind of were like, okay, we have all these cool aspects and we, we know what we want in this story. And they just went, but we're not going to flush it out enough. Yeah. And it's kind of sad. Um, 
because like with Weather with You, they really took their time. How long is that movie? Two hours and eight minutes. Okay. They, Sorry, they, I love that movie. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. I'm glad you knew the answer. Um, but just like, and they use those two hours and eight minutes well. Yeah. There's never really a, a moment in that that feels wasted. I agree. Um, um I wrote, oh, this is gonna be weird. Whenever yeah. the bubbles started like forming and stuff. Yeah. I was like, okay, so this is this is definitely gonna be a little wonky. Mm-hmm. Um, he named her. Yes, that was cute. Yeah, I liked it. I like that. That's very aspect. You. Yeah, it was, it was a very n- nice little slice of life moment. <laughs> um, the spoiler, which we already kind of discussed. Yeah, that's it's, it. It kind of ruined it. It really does. Where you just go like, because one like. Even if you, that could be something that's going to spoil it if you know this original story. And if that is the original story that um, the mermaid turns to foam. But I think it's fair to say that a lot of people don't know that story. Mm-mm. They don't know the origin of it, of that aspect of it. So it's like, don't say that. Don't try to get ahead of it so people don't call you out. Run with it. Well, because, she even, oh, sorry. Continue. Well, yeah, but and I know like most animes are made in Japan and maybe that is a different, maybe that's a more well known thing. But in terms of like here in America, we, what we know of The Little Mermaid is the Disney movie. Like, yeah, that's kind of maybe a shitty thing, but it's just like that's what we know. And as far as I remember, she did not turn to foam in that movie. No, she did not. <laughs> so, um, yeah, don't spoil it. That that kind of sucked. Well, and even when she did it, she was like, oh, if you don't know the story, sorry if I spoiled it. And you're just like, you know you're doing you this. You did that to us, too. You literally did that to your audience. Yeah. Um, that character has got major waifu energy. Who's waifu? Waifu is um, wife. Oh, yeah. She's got major just, like, high. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cause it's I don't know just the scientist and the fact that she's kind of she's kind of always in pajamas and she's kind of like the mom figure yeah so it's very much of just like oh so you're the waifu <laughs> um, and then the referee guy is kind of the dad mm-hmm. and I kind of li- I like that dynamic a mm-hmm. little bit um, I feel like they did I feel like that's one thing that I feel like they actually did well like mm-hmm. really well like I have really no issues with their development yeah um, I like that he had a, a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. Um, that was nice um, inclusion. It's got a cool payoff, but it's still just a thing of like, I'd like to run with that more. Yeah. Because you could compare that to, um, I'm forgetting his name, but the guy that takes in, now I'm forgetting all their names, but the guy in Weathering With You um, that's with his daughter, like, oh, yeah. he get that guy gets a, uh, a side arc that you really care about and follow, while this guy doesn't he's just kind of there and we know he has this limb but we no, don't he used really to be good yeah but that's we don't get a lot for that guy we don't get a lot from him where you kind of just go i want to know more yeah it, that, i mean yeah we've said it literally already like a hundred times but you like there are we a lot want of more there are a lot of things from this where it's like we want more of it and maybe that's maybe that's because we've seen better versions of this yeah um but it, i mean it's not a bad movie it no. is fun. It was cute and fun, and I, I'd rewatch it if you were like, hey, you want to watch Bubble? I'd be like, yeah, sure, why not? Give me a little time. Yeah, yeah. I need time. But yeah. like, I just watched it this if we morning were just at 3 like, a.m. If we were just like chilling in like six months, and you were like, I'm just going to throw on Bubble, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. That was that was fun. You know, like that was a fun ride. Mm-hmm. Um, I might say Ponyo. <laughs> that's fine. That's better, so. <laughs> yeah. He just has really bad sensory overload. What an in- interesting way to go about it. Literally. Um, I I thought it was cool and I 
you get a taste of that with the flashbacks with his mother. Because I also was going like, that sounds like a terrifying thing for his mother of to just be like, your son is like he's just constantly overloaded and you don't really know and you're kind of scared for him i i connected on that bit for of it but um i don't know it was i don't know <laughs> it was it was nice and i i like that we kind of dig a little bit backstory as well um and i like that he was like such a non-team player because he was just like i don't even you guys just don't get me so i'm not gonna try and get you type of thing We're- let's circle back to that he the the story does start with him um he's not in this match the first match that we see until a kid gets into a more dangerous situation that needs to be saved then he comes in and it's a great save the cat moment where we're establishing this character and what he is and also establishing how good he is Mm -hmm. it's a good way to do that but it did make me go like why weren't you in this match already? And it just kind of set up the idea for me that like, you, oh, you're kind of a dick. Yeah. They kind of established him as, and like the team captains even kind of like, you kind of suck, man. Yeah. Like you're just not helping for no reason. That dude keeps getting passed on. I know. <laughs> and he has slept on a lot. He really did. And I kept going like, oh, that sucks. Like there was a moment where he went to go for the hug from the waifu character and he just gets passed. And I'm like, he is not getting any breaks. Nah, nah. <laughs> he seems like, I mean, he doesn't seem like the best guy, but he doesn't seem like an awful guy. And I was just like, oh, damn, that sucks. <laughs> well, and I like, I love, I do, will say I did end up enjoying his dynamic with Habiki because there's a there's an interesting relationship yeah. between them and there's an acknowledgement that he has of like you are the best player the best of us at doing this but i'm still your captain yeah. at the same time yeah there is that that relationship and it it's good i just want more yeah literally um their synchronization during this competition mm-hmm. with the boot guys we'll, we can talk about them as well yeah um it was really cool i really like I like how beautiful that shot was. What the fuck is up with those guys? They were fucking creepy. And they just went, never going to discuss them again. <laughs> they just, they just Kind of, but I do want to discuss them of just the idea of like, they, I, th- their motive is they want, they will do bad things in order to get views, in order to get sponsors, mm-hmm. in order to get these cool gadgets. And I'm like, okay, but you've added an element to it of just maybe this one character that makes them seem not human, which yeah. is the fact that one of them converses through a th- machine on their hand. Yeah. I want to know more about that because I actually was thinking, and and they're, for the for a long time at the beginning, they're, you don't see their face. They're wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So you get this idea of like, they're not human. There's something else or at least I did. And I was kind of going like, I want, I want to pay off for this. I want to yeah. know what it is. But then it just goes into, they remove, they eventually remove the masks and you see that one that talks through the hand. I don't think they all do that. I think it was just this one. That's cause he, she jumped on his face. Yeah. But like you see the mask removed. Mm-hmm. And so we see that they are human and their motives are very selfish and it's like, it works. But the fact of like, but we get no explanation for why they're talking through the hand. Yeah. And I'm kind of going like, what's up there? Is it, is it the thing of like, they can't speak well? Are they arrogant? So they've got this weird technology and they've just chosen not to speak uh, except through this hand thing. And it's like, I 
what is happening? This is such a weird element of it for me. It, and it feels like it feels very shoehorned in because it. I think they just wanted to add in the boots element. Yeah. Later. I think they just wanted that moment of you're going in a very dangerous situation where really you're not going to be able to without these boots. So here's the boots. And that that felt forced. So I was kind of though. It, I mean, it was still cool whenever they used it, but yeah. it was just like how we got there wasn't. It was great. a little choppy. Yeah. Um, again, we need to just more. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my biggest complaint from this movie. Same. Like I, I went into this expecting to love it and just going like it was fine. It's kind of my, how I felt about Shang-Chi, but it was just, it, it was way more with this movie. Yeah. With this movie, like Shang-Chi, I haven't gone back to it, but honestly, I could I think probably, you should. I probably could and be, and probably judge it on its own merits still and be like, this is fun. There are some cool things in this that really they, they deliver on it. But this is like, man, you really never got close to the line of what I wanted. Yeah. On kind of multiple levels, I feel. I was shocked. I had no idea I had parkour. I didn't know like really anything. I didn't even watch like a full trailer. Uh, so it's literally what happened with Shang-Chi for me. Yeah, this was the only thing I knew was parkour and bubbles. That was all I knew. I just knew bubbles. So there was a lot of things about it that did um, surprise me. But it was and but and I'll take that back on the um, the I mean, yes, that is how I feel about the they never cross the line except the action. The action was phenomenal yeah that's like that's the only thing i really can say about it um being just outstanding is that the parkour looks really cool yeah i do like there's a moment where like he's teaching her like maybe the specifics of parkour Mm -hmm. she seems to know what she's doing off the bat but she or he goes like you have to pull the muscle in your arm whenever you're doing this flip and i was like that's pretty cool i like that um and i don't know it, it was cool it was the action was the parkour was the best part of this whole movie. Absolutely. Um, and we're getting back to weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it just got weird again with the bubbles. Yeah, like they they got wonky with the whole mermaids calling her back thing, which get, is fine. But we're getting a little, we're kind of bouncing around a little bit. But I, I'll just say it like there's a moment where I, um, she Uta sees. Maybe it's her sisters or whatever, mm-hmm. but it, it's this bubbles and they're kind of personified and it just straight up looks like God. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, actually. Yeah, OK, great. The, like it, this image shows up and I go, OK, well, God is here now and it's terrifying. Um, I swear there's like a um, Sharingan Naruto eye in there somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's just there's a it's a it's a terrifying image. But it just kind of comes out of nowhere and you just kind of the bubbles are such a fun thing that I wasn't really expecting to be intimidated by them. Yeah, it was it was weird. Mm -hmm. It got really weird and it didn't need to. No, not at all. Like you could have done the same thing, but just not made it grotesque and weird. Yeah, (laughs) you know, like does um, they straight up do gods, but but it's like this very big but very nice woman uh, so it, and and this weird like scientific dude so it's just kind of going like oh this is nice so, like, yeah. you can still do gods and it's still just be like hi i'm i'm a very fun lady but these also aren't gods they're i think they are i'm quite questioning i'm like <sighs> they feel like gods yeah i, I don't know man it got wild it, i thought you, they were just mermaids right, it got dark 
and I feel like that was unnecessary. Yeah, and it was right after they did the game, and I thought the parkour would be bigger in the end, which it was, but also, like... Not in the way that you would yeah. want. And then they all, like, um, went with him to the tower. But they were kind of useless. Except the captain. Except the captain. The, and like, Shin. Like the other they, ones, you, that's what I was really about to say the exact same thing. They were literally useless. Yeah, like, they... There's a moment where Hibiki is going to go out to try and save yeah. Yuta, and it's like, okay. And then the captain's like, okay, I'm going to join. And I'm like, okay, that works. And then the rest of them are start putting on the things, and I go like, you guys don't need to go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I really was, like, I get the whole team spirit, and we're all in this together, but I'm kind of going like, you're not adding anything And then this. they confirmed it when they literally didn't help at all, and the only, and then they literally the captain got to boosted like, them. They literally got to, like, the bottom of the uh, thing, and then they were just like, good luck. Yeah. And it's like, okay, very useful. Thanks, pal. And then the captain boosted him, and then so did Shin. And when Shin came, I thought or Sheen, I thought he was gonna die. I was like, yeah. "Oh, he's gonna die." I didn't think he was gonna die. I will say, like, it was. I did really like the moment wherever. Um, oh, I really liked the moment whenever uh, Hibiki falls, and I don't. I think this was earlier, but the captain catches him, and they get real close. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That that's a cool that's a cool element." And then I like it whenever it's Hibiki and. Shin wherever Shin pushes him off with the legs and then the leg breaks mm-hmm. and I was like that was really cool I liked that a lot um and then and then we get into the flashback scene yeah which is of when the these bubbles first appeared and um it's fine it was weird <laughs> Yeah. Again, really weird. I felt, I almost feel like this movie was inspired by Weathering With You. It had to be. I feel like they wanted that moment in the um, hospital. And where she walks up to the. Not not even like at the top, whenever it's the standoff sort of a thing, wherever they're just in the building. I feel like they wanted something along those lines and they wanted that feel. And I feel the garden that um, Hibiki has is what they wanted for that like the top of weathering with you yeah. at the building i feel that those were similar but um i don't it just yeah i think they this was we want to do that but we're not going to do it as well yeah <laughs> um so it just was kind of it just kind of feels like a knockoff yeah it was it was people sweet. by the way keep loving this movie and it, it's good i think i'd I th- recommend any anime fan of check it out i think it is fun but i do think uh people are loving this movie so much because they haven't seen weathering with you i agree i think it's i think i think the fact that this is netflix makes that so accessible uh-huh. and, and this is gonna be isn't. this is gonna be a lot of people's first experience to i guess this i guess genre now of like it's anime but it's little mermaid mm-hmm. um when and i'm gonna go um maybe watch ponyo or weathering with you and have your mind blown yeah <laughs> um so i feel like it's if you're li- yeah if you're listening to us and all you have seen is bubble or if you haven't seen Bubble, we did not do a spoiler free review but like go watch bubble it's fun yeah if you if you want a fun anime movie definitely go yeah. check it out but like after that go watch weathering with you go watch ponyo and like just I envy you. Like, I loved my first experience mm-hmm. with it. It's so fun. I'm about to revisit it this month with um, in theaters, which yeah. I'm very excited about. Um, oh, we never got into it. Maybe we can in a minute. But um, I watched Princess Mononoke. Um, uh, that was that was the first movie of the Studio Ghibli marathon that's going on or film festival. Mm-hmm. But um, 
yeah, I I really don't have anything. I don't have anything bad to say about it except that I wanted more. Yeah, there's nothing in this that I'm going like, oh, that was shoddy, that was bad. Um, because it's just it's fine. I just was going like, I feel like there could have been a lot here. Yeah. Oh, one thing I did want to say, like in terms of like just the relationship between Uta and Hibiki, it. This has had to do with what you were saying before of like it it was too short. Um, I didn't really once it became the finale and she turns to foam and he is crying. I didn't connect as much because I kept I agree because I was going like I wanted to spend more time with this. This felt a bit forced because I didn't get the same connection or and the chemistry didn't quite work. I think the chemistry was fine. I don't think it was because I had because he was this guy of like, I don't care and I'm better than this. And then you have her who is like enamored by him. So it felt very one sided until she he decides that he is going to go save her. Mm -hmm. And the um, then she turns to foam and he's heartbroken. And I'm kind of going like, dude, it feels like yesterday you didn't care about this woman's or this girl. So I'm like, whatever. Um, I didn't connect to too much. Yet. And I think that has to do with the fact that we really weren't given enough time. No, we weren't. Because like in Weather With You, every time I watch it, whenever that boy oh, yeah. goes through that fucking gate, I cry. Like, oh, yeah. When he's coming down through the clouds trying to find her, I bawl like a baby. I feel it. And you understand why. Because they they connect really yeah. well. And you understand that they are loving. They love each other. And it's 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 genuine Mm -hmm. and it it comes through hey guys so the sd card was full and cut us off mid talk uh the good thing is we were pretty much done with the conversation with bubble um the only thing we had left to say is what we already said uh movie is fun and it's got a cool premise that we would like to have seen more of it um but with that being said the next episode is going to be the big marvel moon knight finale doctor strange multiverse of madness episode so make sure not to miss that and with that guys we will leave you to be continued bye